0: and welcome back to the blunt and the base. happy monday we are recording on monday today because Jana, super awesome has something really important tell us real quick what you're going to be doing on wednesday
1: on wednesday i'll be uh, in tallahassee uh at our state capital for florida and uh I will be testifying on the behalf of a House Bill uh, HB uh, 1135, which would make grooming a uh, third-degree felony. So, uh,
0: super awesome!
1: <laughs> I even got a suit,
0: I'm, like I, a whole I, suit. I'm, I'm, su- I'm super excited. Like,
1: it's kind it's of funny. it's kind of exciting.
0: It is. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. And I feel like Florida is kind of, Florida is the state that is, like, spearheading um, passing these bills that, you know, we know are so necessary to prevent children from being exploited um, and pulled into this gender ideology cult. So um, I'm excited. I'm excited for you. I can't wait to see footage of it.
1: I feel so blessed, like, to have the opportunity to, like, potentially help, you know, children from not being groomed. Yeah. Like, I mean, when you really think about that, like, how five years ago, like, I wasn't, like, I wasn't, I was barely employable. (laughs) Like I was at the gym this morning. I'm like, you know, talking to this other lady, and I'm like, you know, telling her about all of these things I've done. And I was just like, just hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm like, not even five years ago, you were unemployable. You were drunk. You were like (laughs) overweight. You smoked like a freight train. You had you were like so self centered. Uh, helping others was the furthest thing from your mind. It was more like, uh, what about me? What about me? What about me? What about me? And it's like such a cool transformation for myself. Like, you know, uh, Jordan Peterson, I always listen to him. He says, never compare yourself to other people because you're not them. Compare yourself to you and who you you were yesterday. Exactly. Like, oh wow. I and mean, when you put it like that, like that's today, that was a real eye opener for me. Is like, wow, I've come a long way. And so I'm really grateful that I get this opportunity to uh to perhaps help some children. So I'm off that being white. Awesome. I Just, am
0: I'm super excited. I'm super proud. Thank wait, you. Can't wait to see it. And uh, that's so true. Like, I always always talk about that guy that I listen to, Rod Dobb, Mindset Mentor. But he talks a lot about um, the comparison thing. Like, you – and I, that's why I don't ever compare myself to anybody else. I compare myself to who I was yesterday. What can I do differently today to be a better person, to be a better mom, you know? Um, and so that's really cool. You said five years ago you were unemployable. Yeah. <laughs> today. Uh, yeah. What else is crazy, though, is that they actually have to pass bills now to prevent grooming for children. You know,
1: the truth is it's been going on for a long time. Yeah. And it's been swept under the rug. It's just like something you don't talk about, you know. Um, I'm sure there have been family members that go, oh, we just don't talk about that, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, well, we kind of know that this guy's a predator, or this, you know, girl's a predator, but we're like we just don't talk about those things, yeah. Uh, and I think now that you know, with you know uh, how society is going, it's making it more open, where you c- you can no longer deny that it's going on. And I mean, either a you're okay with it, or b you're you know ready to fight against it. And yeah. like, I think that's where people are at is like, you know, no, this is not okay. And, you know, as responsible and productive members of society, we should be protecting children yeah. at whatever cost that, you know, that comes. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. And there's like, I'm grateful that, you know, we, uh, have people, uh, fighting against this.
0: No, I agree. And yeah, it's just, it's in our faces so much that we can't sweep it under the rug anymore. Um, And it's really impacting multiple facets of society these days. And that's one of the things that we're going to talk about today um, is, you know, these trans activists that are getting radicalized and the dangers of ignoring uh, the mental illness ignoring it and then also affirming the mental illness like there is no more emphasis on treating someone for their mental illness it is an emphasis on affirming that person's mental delusions and then letting them live their lives um as is and we're seeing all of these radicalized activists that um i mean we encounter it like all the time on like tiktok and other social media, like you know, basically like death threats from these people. Um, There's like a whole community out there that, you know, talks about death to Terps, anyone who, you know, is against uh, the whole uh, trans exclusion. Basically anyone who doesn't accept that men can be women and then they should also be accepted in women's spaces. But the other big thing that we wanted to touch on today is the decline in mental illness and what's happening with these people that we are seeing that are acting out in ways that are causing mass shootings.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Now, interestingly enough, whenever I was like pulling up just a few because we we're going to talk touch on like five of the. Uh, mass shooters that are more recent um that are i that either identified as like non-binary or trans but funny thing is is that whenever i was googling this and like looking up information about it do you know like the first um page of uh articles is saying how um Majority of mass shooters are not identifying as transgender. Mass shooters are typically cis white men. And mm-hmm. this, was, this was the rhetoric on every single article. And, I've, and we know that that's bullshit. We know that anytime we see that, because Google is owned by um, big tech and uh, all of the people who want to not get this narrative out there, they don't want to get the truth out there, Um, I just found it so interesting. But that's when you get people that don't really dig in and do like real research and look at other search engines and look at, you know, everything, the reality of what's going on. That's where you get people believing this false narrative that the legacy media is putting out there and big tech. Um, And the other big thing with our latest shooter, because we have a few to go over, the Uh, Joel Osteen one which is the most recent one that was um, that Janez Marino which is the 36 year old identified as transgender trans female Um, so in the past they had gone by Jeffrey but you know the majority of the articles that I read and this was all legacy media went on there and said that this person did not identify as trans.
1: And they did.
0: Yeah. Because if you look at the actual, like if you look at articles from the person's, um, like friends and family, this person did identify as transgender, trans female. Like they used to go by Jeffrey Um, like there was a long history of mental illness with this person. Uh, there was a long history of very radical views, pro-Palestine. This is the one that had like pro-Palestine, um, written on their gun. And this person also had a long history of anti-Semitic writings. But they definitely have... Uh, identified as transgender, and I just find it so insane that legacy media is putting it out there that it was a right wing conspiracy that this person identified as transgender. I read that in several articles.
1: That's that's really disturbing, isn't it? <clears throat> it's almost like they're covering it up because they are so worried about the truth getting out that no one actually cares how you identify. They don't care what your pronoun is. They don't care what your sexual orientation is. They don't care about your gender confusion. They don't care. What they care about is the money that it produces. Yeah. The, the, the media... Uh, loves it because they're able to spread more propaganda about it like they're all in cahoots with each other like they there's all kinds of benefits you know for big pharma for predators uh for the media because now they have something to broadcast other than the truth you know what i mean like i think that they're all in cahoots with each other there's just no there's no other there's no other way. I mean, because if they weren't, if they were real journalists, wouldn't you want the truth?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Not, you
1: know what I mean? Like so when I say that, so guarantee big pharma's throwing these these you know these reporters money left and right to say what it is that they want them to say. Hey, get- cover this up however you have to cover it up, because yeah. we can't let them know. That you know, this transgenderism has got got into a point where, like, they're denying that it's even a mental illness. Yeah. And what is that
0: doing to them and society as a whole? Well, it's obviously putting. We know it's putting people in danger. It is, um, you know, not just from the small level you know, death threats that people like you and me get from these people. And we've seen other, you know, trans activists out there that they're aggressive. They're aggressive. They're dangerous. But now we're, they're becoming so radicalized that they are going out and committing, you know, mass shootings. And we can look at, you know, the this latest one was Joel Osteen. But let's talk about because we did a whole show on the uh, Nashville shooter. So you remember that one didn't happen that long ago and it was the same um thing this the Nashville shooter was uh born male identified as a female you cannot argue that there is no argument there um former student of the school but do you remember the big stink about the manifesto they didn't the yeah. remember it it was a legal battle over releasing the manifesto and why didn't they want that released
1: well because then it would have shown that they had a mental mental illness yeah. and that they were trans
0: but they were trying to protect the narrative yeah. they were trying to shield the and this was legacy media trying to shield um who was it stephen crowder was the one who had uh leaked uh pages from the manifesto and it showed in great detail that this guy who had a long history of mental illness um i believe he was one of the ones that had like stopped taking his medicine um but it was a very calculated attack i mean planned for months that he had like a diagram or drawing of the school specifically said in there he wanted a high death count called them and i quote faggots called them white privilege, and I quote, and also called them, and I quote, kill little crackers. Like. So very loving and tolerant. Yes. Again, legacy media trying to protect and spin the narrative. And remember how... I remember on TikTok all of the trans activists that were infuriated. Why were they infuriated? Not that this trans person killed six people, three children, and three adults. But why were they infuriated? Do you remember? Because people were getting it- the uh pronouns wrong. Yeah. Do you remember that? Like, there was yeah. a huge... On, calling him we should call we should respect his pronouns sure. yeah he's a she all that stuff yeah cuz he goes by audrey hale whatever like this i see i wish i wish more people would do their own research and dive into what google is showing people if you just use Google, because Google is a, uh, you know, a very um, owned and very calculated search engine versus using non-biased search engines, um, what they're showing. And we can, and even what was the other, oh, remember the uh, the narrative around the, um, the Club Q shooter, Colorado Springs the story behind Anderson Lee Aldridge. So this guy identified as non-binary and used they, them pronouns and went into a gay nightclub even though he is of the community and opened fire, ended up killing five people and injuring 25. But what did legacy media spin in wasn't it, like, that that
1: he really, he was just doing it so that way he could uh, have access to
0: them? So they tried to say that he didn't really identify as that. So yeah. you, you identify as that unless you commit a crime and then we don't want to be affiliated with you. They tried to say he didn't identify as that. They also tried to say because his parents were big Republicans. Yeah. I
1: think
0: Grandpa was either in the Senate or a representative or... So there was some type of political connection there, but they were Republican conservatives and they tried to spin it as he was a MAGA kid that committed this. And that was the furthest thing from the truth. They didn't. And then they tried to say, oh, well, he uh, he never told anybody he identified as non-binary and that he used they them pronouns.
1: You know, perfectly well, when you were they of them you make sure everybody knows that she was a day into them Mm -mm. that that, that's their whole identities around their gender or their non-gender or whatever uh, how they identify it's their whole life there's nothing else to talk about so of course he told people that he was a day into them it is all a lie i mean i'm just saying
0: no i i know i just it it's infuriating and you know, they talk about putting, you know, like we could talk about January 6th, how they try to put blame on Donald Trump for um, the happenings of January 6th, even though it wasn't. Did anybody get killed um, about one lady lost her life? But that wasn't that was at the hands of uh, the police. Correct. Not right someone else, but they talk about shifting blame, saying that Donald Trump is responsible for uh what happened on January 6th. At what point are we gonna say legacy media is responsible, society is responsible for spinning these narratives, for ignoring the clear mental illness that is running rampant and that this transitioning gender ideology is radicalizing these people to the point that these situations are happening.
1: Well, You know what? I think that a lot of people actually uh, realize what's going on but they are so worried about being called homophobic transphobic like, all the phobics. and Because I was having this discussion with a customer last night. You know, she's, like, from New York. And she's telling me, like, all her experience, you know, around uh, seeing how this gender ideology uh, has taken over, you know. And she's like, I just really don't want to offend anybody. And I'm like, do you understand, even with best intentions, you will always offend somebody like that that's literally impossible not to offend somebody at some given time throughout your life right you know, but how important is it for you not to offend anybody at the cost of of children mutilating their bodies uh, and people literally you know signing off on mental illness. Let's just say these people could have gotten some help and not hurt other people. Like, right. you know I mean? like that's the travesty of not treating these mental illness. Not because we think they're horrible or think that, you know, something's wrong with them because they have a mental illness. There's nothing wrong with having a mental illness. It is not your fault to have a mental illness, but it is your responsibility to address it. And this is where they're signing off and saying, no, you just just live in that mental illness. And that's what this has created. I'm not saying that, you know, cis white people, men, whatever, don't do sh- school shootings. But this kind of ideology is creating a new class of uh, sh- uh, of these shootings.
0: Of, of mass shootings is, is yes. what it is and there and it it is getting to a point where there is there is a clear negligence by society mm-hmm. that is allowing these things to persist and interestingly enough i did a deep dive into the history of school shootings um i need to go find my data because i had like charts i read every school shooting um, and the majority of them were labeled school shootings and they weren't school shootings. It was like an after hours drug deal gone bad happened in the school parking lot kind of thing. But the majority of school shootings are not done by cis white men. <laughs> I will tell you that. Okay. Um, I need to find my data so that I can do it. But I also need to do a new deep dive into some of the more recent ones, because again, as we are seeing just in those three cases that we talked about, there is a mental issues, severe mental issues going on. And then um, the Denver shooter. Remember that one? That was a trans Denver shooter, Alec McKenney I think he was 16 years old at the time. He went to that STEM school. So Alec... <clears throat> identified as trans, born female, um, identified as a male. Um, Again, Alec showed there was uh, planning involved. They found evidence that there was planning involved. And then um, the motive for that one was Alec said that uh, she was targeting two students in particular because she was being bullied by her because of her gender identity and guess what there was a long history of mental illness
1: <laughs> no shit
0: and i want to say that they said that she was not taking her medicine i don't know if at all are not taking it regularly so there was obviously some attempt to intervene on the mental illness Um, but as far as treatment was concerned, it was not happening. It wasn't taken seriously. There was also a suicide attempt with Alec in particular. And then Alec was the one that, um, recruited a friend to help them the night before she carried out the shooting. And, um, the friend said that he was threatened into helping now, whether that's true or not, I don't know, but, uh, Again, another youth that succumbed to the transgender transitioning ideology, clearly suffering severe mental illness, um, couldn't cope with what was going on with themselves and the struggle of gender identity, and wanted to lash out on their peers and inflict because I'm, they didn't. I'm kinda-
1: well, I'm kind of curious, like I you just said that you did all this deep dive into mm-hmm. these school shootings. I wonder just if maybe all of them, no matter what their gender was and how they identified
0: was mental did illness. Did they
1: <gasps> shut up. Yeah. No. No. Wow. I, I would have never guessed. Right. Okay.
0: That's I mean, weird. you're not going to have a normal person. The sad thing is with a lot of the cases that should have actually been labeled mental illness, um, uh, I mean, labeled school shootings, these cases were of people who had clear history of mental issues. And we're not talking about just like you know, I have a little touch of depression. I got a little bit of anxiety going on here. We're talking about like, uh, disassociative identity disorder. We're talking about like bipolar disorder. We're talking about, um, you know, severe depression with like history of like, uh, suicide attempts, um, self harm, you know, there is a clear pattern there. And the further and further we get away from actually addressing mental illness, the more that we are seeing this happen. And I just feel like children who are um, or maybe do have mental illness already are are the ones that are being uh, sucked in. They're even more susceptible to be sucked into this transitioning ideology and then be even more um, corrupted or broken by it. Because, again, we know you can't treat a mental illness (laughs) by external solutions so if you have a mental illness and then you take that mentally ill person and convince them that they are inherently wrong and they need to do all of these things to change themselves and to be accepted then that is going to only compound the issues and this is i mean this is absolutely
1: absolutely this has become like out of control
0: it's like an epidemic
1: it's like maybe we should make asylums great again,
0: i th- I agree. I think so.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's sad. you know, uh, you know how they always talk about like, don't put a stigma on mental health. Like you can be a normal person and have a mental illness. A you know yeah what I yeah. mean, like they they are making it out like, okay, we can't say that this is a mental illness because if we did, then we can't we can't be doing outside changes to fix the inside. Yeah, you know what I mean. They they would have they wouldn't have that justification anymore, so they've written it off that it's not a mental illness and that we should accept it, and it's really harming these people that could have maybe perhaps been like productive members of society.
0: It's harming people, but it's also creating um, victims, innocent yep. vict- uh, bystanders that um it, you know and the bigger question is should we bring the stigma back on mental illness is are there some mental illnesses that you just can't function like schizophrenia is that a mental illness that you can that you can f- be a functioning member of society with because i don't know i'm a i'm a. I'm uh, a. A Crime Junkie, like, I listen to, like, all of, like, the Crime Junkie podcast, um, any kind of, like, death, murder, kill podcast, I listen to all of them. Like, I, I used to read books on serial killers. I'm fascinated by human behavior. Um, really, I am. And a lot of these uh, people that have committed these horrendous crimes have a history of mental illness and you hear schizophrenia a lot. So I don't know, like I'm not a doctor. I don't, I don't have enough um, experience with it, but it's, it, to me, it is almost, it's almost starting to look like maybe some of these mental illnesses really cannot be treated to the point where they are functioning members of society. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I mean, for me, like I suffer from, uh borderline personality disorder for a long time i don't feel like i suffer from it anymore i mean but uh that's through a lot of therapy and uh like stop doing things that irritated my mental illness like drinking yeah uh, doing drugs stuff like that you know so i mean me personally I, i i've never suffered from uh schizophrenia So I I really don't know. Uh, But that's why they do need institutions. Like, even if you have schizophrenia, it's not fair to you to have to live out in society, you know what I mean, with that. Like, I, I feel like, you know, sometimes you need to be institutionalized, like, to get better or just to have that regular life that, you know, is appropriate for you. You know, maybe. I, I don't know. I'm not a medical professional, but I can say that it's sometimes it's really hard to fight off mental illness without some help. Like asking I, for help. I mean asking I'm, for help. You know, it was a big, a big deal. No. At least I for me. Completely
0: agree. I completely agree with you. And I know that it's not something like I I I've been diagnosed with uh acute anxiety. I have an anxiety disorder and I suffer from uh, PTSD. And, you know, it took me a long time to accept that I needed help, that I needed to go to therapy for things. But my life uh, got to a point where it was unmanageable for me. I was using um, things, bad things to numb myself to try and instead of dealing with the issues that I was having, I was trying to, um, just erase the issues, like drown the issues and like, you know, drinking or, you know, doing, um, like self-sabotage bad behavior, you know, and, and I think about it from the standpoint of, I feel like the thing, the mental illnesses that I suffer from are manageable, um, and more low key but even for me who is a very mentally strong person who tries to take active I mean. steps every single day to put myself in the right headspace to be in the right frame of mind to create a healthy lifestyle to minimize as much as possible um my triggers and things like that i feel like there are still days where i struggle tremendously you know with my mental health and i just think about it from the standpoint of like these people who clearly have no help they are not utilizing medical intervention in the proper way they're they don't have a support system they're not actively trying to because like i know you you actively do things every day like exercise and you know that are promoting good positive health with you and i don't know these people it's you know it's just fucking scary if you think about it it's scary to think how many people are out there with severe mental issues like this that are only being sucked in to this trans activism, which is making them more mad- radicalized and not helping them in positive ways. I feel like it's just pulling them into a dark hole. And it's very scary.
1: It's super scary um, and it's sad. It is. It really is. Nobody benefits from us pretending like it doesn't exist. Like no No. one. Not long-term, maybe for the moment.
0: Yeah. Not long-term. Yeah. People are benefiting from it short-term, but I feel like it's going to get to a point where it's like, okay, society at some point has to be like, this isn't working. (laughs) You -hmm. know, this isn't working. And where are we going to shift the responsibility and the, you know, to say, hey, we have to stop this collectively as a society and bring back real mental health solutions um, because this isn't working
1: at all. Well, this was a great topic for us to kind of unfold. I think that uh, when we come back, we can kind of see what is the majority of of uh mass shooters
0: so I'm gonna, uh, in the I'm future gonna research, and i'm gonna find where where my old one is and i feel like we can this is a good starting point but i feel like we can talk so much more about this and we will be able to have um another conversation about it um and maybe even bring this would be a good one to bring matt back on and talk to him about uh absolutely well. so i'm excited to see this um I just want to say good luck. I can't wait to see, uh, your speech. Make sure somebody records it for us. Um, Absolutely.
1: And I'll give y'all an update next week on our next episode. But before we leave, we just like to, you know, drop in and say that, uh, you know, if, uh, you want a American based products, uh, something that would uh, get you from having to perhaps not go to Target so often or go to Walmart or uh, shop on Amazon is uh, going to our Freedom Cart uh, and uh, promoting these products that are, you know, organic, uh, toxin-free. And, I mean, what kind of products do we have, Amy? Just uh, protein.
0: everything like it, any kind of household I I always say this look if you're an if you're an Amazon subscribe and say now's your time to ditch Amazon um, because everything that you could possibly want as far as like household products things for your kids toothpaste, soaps detergents um, I use a lot of the the healthy things the protein the collagen uh, support the uh, protein bars there is everything that you could and they're adding new products all the time to it. So now is a great time to put your money where your mouth is. I think it's an, an only it's they're running another special where it's a dollar membership yes. for the year. Um, again, I, I always do the link in the show notes, but, um, it is my freedom card and it is by Patriot Barbie. If you are unfamiliar with Patriot Barbie, go follow her and then go follow my freedom card. And she personally is available to answer any questions um, we just promote it, but she's the one, this is her baby. Um, and again, she makes herself available, which is great. This is how much she believes in, um, in the products and how much she believes in supporting freedom, loving, um, Patriot owned businesses. So, um, you can reach out to her as well, and we'll be happy to put you in contact with her to answer any questions. But again, ditch Amazon, my freedom yes. car dot com um, and then I'll put the backslashes in the show notes well until then yes
1: we hope you have a super awesome week